morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the quarantine stay-at-home edition of Tea with Abby. Um, my name is Abigail, and here we are. And this morning, I am so thrilled to welcome just one of my most favorite people in the world, my incredible co-founder and CPO, Georgina Elizondo Griffin, everybody. Good morning, Georgie. How are you feeling? Good morning. I'm feeling good. Thank you. Where are you appearing to me virtually from? I am in my craft room at my home with my husband, cat, and dog. Amazing. Um, How has it been going working from the house and balancing what it's like to have JC and the dogs and everybody there all the time? Yeah, I, I would consider us very, very fortunate. Um, we are in a spacious home. JC, my husband, has his own office. I have my craft room. Um, it's two stories, so we have our space. We have a yard for the animals. Um, so counting our blessings in that a lot of people are in small apartments. They can't walk around the block. Um, so very grateful for what we have to work off with at home. So viewers, the last time I hosted Georgie on the show was in the fall and we had just set out, um, either we were mid sprint in designing the wireframes or we had just wrapped it up, but we were somewhere in the middle of that process. And since then, quite a bit has happened. Um, for our business, including the pandemic, but not limited to. Um, but most importantly, uh, we have finally soft launched our technology. So we've come all the way from the early days of just designing and conceptualizing it out and you whiteboarding everything um, to now it's a real product. Uh, how do you feel at, in this moment, in this chapter? Like, what is this new season feeling like for you? That's a great question. Um, this season is about new beginnings. Um, it's really exciting that we got our products out there. It really validates. I think especially post-pandemic, during the pandemic, our uh, business model has been validated so much. Um, content is not just necessary, but vital for a business success. And this product is going to help um, solve that problem of, you know, content being unaccessible to the small business owner and, um, you know, continuous cash flow for the creative freelancer. So it's really exciting. Um, I think now that it's out there, we get to push uh, two-week sprints and continuously update and iterate um, and make it better. And so it truly is um our second baby <laughs> and i feel really good about it i feel really good about the team um i feel really good about where we're going um so yeah it's about new beginnings um for the viewers out there that are not in the tech space um what when you, you just said two-week sprint okay so a product just came out like what do you mean by that like what happens now yeah, so uh, we work with our dev team under a methodology called Agile. Mm -hmm. um, and Agile is about iteration and pivoting when you need to. So you work in these 
um, sprints, and those sprints can vary in time. Ours is just two weeks. And so every two weeks, we set out our priorities, uh, we work on those, and then we get to release those updates continuously to the app that's like out there visible to the world. Um, so the advantage of this is that you don't make an end goal, you know, a year out and, you know, halfway through you all of a sudden don't need that anymore, um, or it doesn't serve your business the way that you thought it would. Um, and you learn, you're, you're continuously learning. So the idea is to pivot, um, adapt and iterate. That's um, the theme of running a business, I feel like in general. <laughs> Um, how do you feel personally going from, you know, this was kind of the first piece of technology you've ever designed, you're leading a dev team, like, as a woman, what what kind of changes have you gone through in this experience? I, I was thinking about that the other day, um, because if you told me two, three, four years ago where I would be today, I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Um, like I, I went to UT Austin for speech pathology. So I started my career there. Um, after some time, I made a pivot to photography and then eventually technology. Um, so I think every stage of my life has served its purpose and taught me what I needed to know and, and helped me move forward. But um, like I said, it's, it's about new beginnings. I absolutely love where I am today. I get to work with my husband. I get to learn so much. It's really exciting. Um, and I feel good about how I got here and why I'm here um, and where I'll be going. It's really exciting now to have a clear vision of what I'm passionate about and, and where I want to be um, in five years, 10 years, 15 Mm. it's like did you think you were always someone who was open to kind of the unexpected and um you know kind of allowing yourself to be led by your heart and your passion or like what has you know kind of put you on this path that's looked really different than you know what you said four or five years ago like yeah no, I wasn't someone like that. I I had a plan, right? I, I had a one-year plan, a three-year plan, a five-year plan. Oh, no, you're so pragmatic. That's what I love about you. <laughs> it included things like grad school, then working here, then opening up a clinic, and then doing this. And so um, when I discovered that speech pathology just um, wasn't for me, it was really scary, and I kind of had to you know, either continue on the course that I was on that was safe and reliable and a really good profession. Mm. Um, but I, I chose it because I thought I'd be good at it and I thought that um, it was safe. And it wasn't fulfilling me the way that I needed it to be. So um, making a pivot was really scary. I didn't know what I was doing, never, ran my own freelancing business um and so a lot of trial and error um and it was difficult when you don't know what you want to do when you don't know what your passion is when you don't know where you're going um when people around you feel so sure about where they're at so it was really hard um but you know i, I have a good friend who's so sweet to me and she said that 
she she bursts me up a little too much, but she says that <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what I did was really brave and not like everyone can do that. And um, I think a lot of people now are, you know, making these pivots and, and doing what fulfills them. And I think that's amazing. We're definitely in a different age than where our parents were or where their mm-hmm. parents were. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're really fortunate. Yeah, I, I think there's something about our generation that realizes that we can have a bit of choice and we don't have to uh, necessarily become a cog in the wheel of this system that's kind of been laid out for us um, by generations ahead and that uh, we can prioritize our happiness and you know fulfillment versus comfort and security um, I think it's an amazing time to be alive especially right now um, I think people are more willing to accept alternative kinds of founders such as ourselves um, and and kind of go okay we're, we're sort of sick of hearing and seeing the same old same old um, what do you bring to the table so I, I feel like we have that going for us right now um, I have a few questions about this journey of getting to the launch and the technology itself. Um, you have been our only woman on the dev team and you're doing it so fiercely. Um, what has been, whether it's related to that or not, but like what has been probably one of the biggest um, hurdles, whether that's personally or literally, like what's, what's been a challenge to overcome um, building this thing so far? Yeah, um, I think the hardest thing is starting. Mm -hmm. Um, And even on a daily level, knowing that you have some sort of feature set um, or design to scope out, um, it's intimidating to start because you're fearful that it's, you're gonna fail or it's not gonna be good. Um, And so I think that is just like a daily, hurdle that you have to jump over um another thing i would say is i'm i'm learning every day so there's a bit of a learning curve um but what's so super exciting is i get to see where i was say fall when we first um interviewed or i was on tea with abby um and where i am today i i it's such a huge difference um and so I, I'm so ecstatic about going back and redoing some things <laughs> in the app because now I go back and I'm like, what was I thinking? That wasn't, that wasn't smart, but I, I didn't know. And, and you, and you don't know until you do it and you don't know until you try until you fail, like you fail forward towards success. Um, and starting is the hardest part, but once you do start, once you do get in a flow, like you'll find that um, the outcome is so much better than you had expected and, and you'll feel so good about yourself. So um, I would say that this journey has been a little bit of a roller coaster of feeling really good and feeling really low, um, <laughs> but I'm not doing it by myself either. So like I have my husband, um, software engineer, our head of technology and blended sense. Um, and then I have, you know, the dev team, also are part of my team and, and we collaborate together and it's, I have the right people in place to set me up for success. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's really important to have the right people around because getting started means it is going to be inevitable that mistakes are ahead, that it's going to be difficult, that there's going to be a lot to figure out and it's not going to feel good all the time and you're going to make choices that you wish you didn't make. But by having the right people around you, you, you know, they catch you, they help give you that nudge again when it's like, okay, that's fine. Like, okay, let's keep going. Um, and I also think they're such a wonderful, I don't know, they're very kind, soft and empathetic people to the fact that we're first timers and we're so lucky to have people around us who don't hold the fact that we're first timers. Um, they let us lead and make mistakes and like, there's no judgment there. Um, I don't know, they're all very kind and awesome people. Um, and I was just thinking how wild it is that it's like you and JC and Albert and I and like, how many companies are like double spouse teams like out there? I, I'd i love to learn, start learning about that. Maybe there, that's another podcast or something in the next year in the future. You should start having couples on. I should. I'm going to do, I'm writing that down. Um... Okay, I had a question on the opposite side. I just asked what was a big challenge. Um, what was a place that, or an experience in this journey that made you feel super accomplished? Like what was a good milestone? Besides launch, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, it, it ties in with the launch. I mean, the launch was a really big deal. It it made it real um but i i would say leading up to the launch um meeting every day with the dev team um who's offshore in india so this is time difference for meeting mm -hmm. at 9 30 p.m 8 30 for 8 a.m over there um but meeting daily with them meeting with the producers on getting feedback um meeting with um different parts of our team um and really setting this launch up for success we are working so collaboratively um working together to to make this six this launch successful um so it i think it ties in that like you you can't you can't succeed at something without a team or at least i'm mm -hmm. not in a position to succeed without my team um and and just as much as I got us here, like we all got us here. And so I think the launch was a huge milestone um, and definitely probably something that I'll, I'll look back on and be like, wow, what a time. When you were talking about your challenge, you had like kind of mentioned the phase we were in when we have first filmed your episode back in the fall and just like how far you've come. And I, you know, I think personally, you know, I have absolutely been inspired and encouraged and motivated by you. And I can see it in just your presence. I, I like can tell that you've gone through the ringer and come out stronger on the other side. Like, I don't know, I can just, it feels different. Like this year, absolutely has already taken on a different tone and maybe that's because you're finally able to be full-time and fully like dive into what's passionate um in your heart 
I don't know if that's a real sentence, but <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, Georgie and I were balancing. Um, Georgina had a full-time job and she was doing blended scents at, on nights and weekends and on her lunch hours in between. Um, and I was gigging around doing um, kickboxing and acting um, and a few other little gigs here and there. And um, yeah, the transformation that gets to come from all of those things clearing out. And now we can say, this is what we wake up and do every day. It's like, it's been a very much, like so many things have happened in such a short period of time because of that. Um, I, don't so, I know. So we're here in the pandemic and uh, we went through, you know, so, something um, that I've been doing with guests um, in this like, you know, season two of being here in quarantine is like, inevitably we kind of have to talk about that elephant in the room. Um, and so in your personal life, in your work life, um, obviously we're working from home now. We're trying to build culture remote and things like that. Um, but with that being said, like, what are some things that you think are positive happening for our, us, maybe happening for yourself? Um, because the pandemic, like, what do you think is a good thing? For us, I feel it, it all goes back to the team. Um, we, I, I brought this up before, but we are hit with so much uncertainty. No one expects to hit a pandemic, um, especially within their first year in the <laughs> middle of their first race. Um, and right when we were ramping up and so getting hit by a brick wall while you're going a hundred miles per hour hurt. <laughs> um, and those conversations we had to have with our team was so difficult and emotionally draining. Um, I think the first week, first two weeks is just extreme anxiety. <laughs> um, uh, and having those conversations were really hard. But in those conversations, I experienced so much grace given by our team, so much understanding. And I was surprised to find that the team was like so much more dedicated to the mission and was had the attitude of like, we're going to get through this together. Um, and that was so empowering to know that we have the right people in place who believe in our mission and our vision um, and are going to, you know, be our, our, our ride or die. Mm. Um, so I, I think that was amazing. Um, we're, you know, now we are a couple months in the pandemic. Um, so we, we found our stride and, and we're right back to um, where we started and we're heading, you know, up. And now I feel so uh, much security and uh, confidence in knowing that we have the right team in place and like we, we um, stuck it out together and we pivoted drastically to, to be successful. And um, I think that was really amazing. I think we'll, we're coming out on the other side a lot stronger. Um, and I think that's super validating. So I guess that is, some pro that happened because of the pandemic. Um, personally, I would say I'm spending a lot more time uh, on self-care. Mm. 
of course, I've done the whole make sourdough bread, <laughs> Harry Potter twice in a row. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm also, I get to exercise um, regularly with uh, my husband and I, I wasn't paying attention to physical health as much before. Mm. And now I'm kind of forced to because it's not fun sitting at a desk all day. Right. Um, and I, I, I get to, um, we're reading a book and in some of the chapters are, is about being um, present, like being in the present moment. How do you achieve that? Um, and, you know, depending on your personality type, like what are some tools you can use to be present? Mm. Um, so I, I think that, while of course the pandemic has a lot of its challenges and it's been hard i am grateful that i got to um, spend time on myself and self-care spend time on my relationship with my husband and be together in our comfortable home um so i i think despite it all there's a lot of blessings too that i feel good about totally i feel like this time can either go one or two ways you can choose to sort of check out and be um, a victim to it which I'm sure there's I mean there's a lot of reasons why that might happen Um, but choosing to lean in to what it could gift you which is like you said time to focus on what makes you feel whole as a person and whole in your relationship um you know, it's a very unique scenario, and I and I hope that people, who, even you know, if they're stressed and they are first responding workers, or they you know are in financial instability or things like that, that they can also see how they can accept it as an opportunity to like lean in to feeling really present. And I would say, I mean, Jacy and I, we have a lot of privilege, and so we are set up for more success than probably a lot of other people. Um, He has a very stable job. So when it hit and, you know, my own salary was in question, um, you know, we were going to be okay at the end of the day. So there's a lot of privilege there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I won't won't say that it was all like amazing and rainbows and sunshine. (laughs) and We we got to do manicures and face masks, which we did. But... um, (laughs) I know I've heard I've heard JC's become quite the esthetician. He, he we have devoted to hashtag self-care Sunday. <laughs> um, but like there is there was, especially in the beginning, a lot of anxiety and uncertainty and stress, um, sometimes arguments. Um, so you know, you you make the best out of your situation, but it's okay to, to feel not good. Sometimes yeah. Too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, nothing can put more pressure on a marriage than running a business together and then add that layer of a global pandemic and it's like uh-huh. what are we doing with our lives right now? <laughs> this is I feel like crazy. you and I and Albert are in a marriage in some way as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And <laughs> what's funny to me about that is um, I think we've gotten to a point where we're three equal parts in the marriage. 
it doesn't feel like it's Albert and I and Georgina. It feels very much like Albert, Georgina, Abigail, and the three of us have this like little relationship that we figure out how to navigate and operate because you know there's often times where you and Albert agree on something and I'm not really with it or you and I feel really strong about something and Albert's not so sure or the three of us completely disagree we all have our own opinion or like we're all on board together um I think that we've been able to work through uh some things that most founders would never face ever in the history of starting a business. And we've absolutely, you said it earlier, we're coming out stronger, like completely, um, especially relying on communication almost entirely virtual. So it's like you have to be really trusting um, of your team because, you know, when we're not in person, so much can fall through the cracks and be misunderstood and, and things like that. And um, I think we've done a good job at giving ourselves that grace that we found from our team. Um, and I wonder that if our team didn't respond with that grace, would we have granted it to ourselves? It's kind of like they gave us permission after we got through that whole couple, you know, that whole first two weeks to be like, okay, like, okay. Okay, we're they they see something in us. <laughs> For some reason, they believe us and trust us. And our advisory board too, like putting in. Oh my god! So much work and getting this launched, getting our new website out. Oh man! Um, projections for a new, or pivot. Yep. Um, figuring us how to get all of those capital sources like right at the beginning and helping us navigate. Um, our funding, like getting that back on track. Yeah, I'm blown away by them. Reason also believe in us. Crazy. I know, I know. And it's in those moments that I look to them, I look to the team whenever I feel inadequate that I'm not going to be enough or I go, well, maybe I'm just, I'm just in my head and the team sees it and Okay, so they believe it. I can I can believe it too. Um, it's been pretty wild, and I yeah, it's it's I'm I'm so looking forward to what comes next in terms of what genius you create and bring into this technology, um, and then what that enables us to do. You know, for our viewers out there. Um, if you've been following our story, this the entire first year of our business was spent manually servicing our customers. And it put us in a position to face a lot of questions from um, investors and things like that. Are you a production company? Is it all service? And, you know, it, we were like, no, we are a media technology company. And now um, with the technology being out, we're like fully can embrace that and like show them who we are. I'm excited. Um, Georgina, I know that you have to scoop because you got another meeting to go to. That is the life of an entrepreneur. <laughs> Zoom calls after Zoom calls. Um, well, I'm just so grateful that we got to connect and sort of reflect a little bit today. And you've just become absolutely my best friend in business and in life. And it's just, it's such a cool, 
strange journey. Oh, <laughs> You're my best friend too. Oh man, I couldn't have imagined this chapter arriving the same way you said, wow, I was in speech pathology. Now I'm here. Um, yeah, five years ago, he asked me the same thing. I'd have been like, doing what? <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, but big things are ahead for us. Typically, we do a statement sip. I forgot, didn't mention it to you. I didn't know if you had anything prepared. I did write something down. What would you like? That's a good question. I think the theme here has been about pivoting in mm -hmm. life and in work. So I would say um, in relation to agile, pivot, adapt, iterate. All right, folks, here comes your delicious statement sip. Um, we'll say it at the same time and do a little cheers. Are you ready? One, two, three. Pivot, adapt, adapt iterate. Iterate. Cheers. <laughs> All right, everyone, and that is another episode of The Tea. I hope to see you next time. Have a beautiful day. Thanks so much for watching Tea with Abby. Be sure to click subscribe and smack that like button so you can stay tuned. <laughs> smack that like button. See that like button? Smack it. Thanks so much for watching an episode of Tea with Abby. Be sure to click subscribe and smack that like button so you can stay tuned with new episodes all year long. And if you want to learn more about Blended Sense, visit us at our website, www.blendedsense.com, or follow us on social at Blended Sense or at BlendedSense.io. See you next week.